Welcome back to Dribbling Around, episode number 25, the big 25th anniversary. I've heard that being tossed around sometimes. You get get to that number. You know, it's very specific. But anyway, we got to get to the list. 19 for me. I think a couple of you already mentioned them. One of you. Carl Anthony Towns of the Minnesota Timberwolves at 19. Listen, he's already a two-time All-Star. Minnesota. The West is so good that you're thinking that Minnesota is going to be one of the worst teams in the West, and they possibly could be. Think about this. They have D'Angelo Russell, who's been an all-star, Carl Anthony Towns, two-time all-star, and potentially, well, not potentially, they have the number one pick, and who knows what that's going to be, whether it's LaMelo or Anthony Edwards. But look look at Cat's numbers the past two years. I get he was hurt some of the year, but first three years, talk about durability, played all 82 games. He's averaged over 24 points a game three times. He's averaged a double-double every year he's been in the league. And the last three years, he shot over 40% from the three-point line and is over a 75% free-throw shooter. This guy just scores and gets buckets. What I like to see him be be a little bit more of a a rim protector a little bit, he still averages around one and a half blocks. So he's one of those big – correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like if Carl Anthony Towns was in the game 10 years ago, he would – put up the same numbers but he would be like one of those guys that would be like a top six five player i feel like just because the league was so much different the league the league is just his rebounding game is great and he's able to score in the paint very well is also he's able to score at such a high rate uh and he is able to shoot the three ball surprisingly but i i feel like he's not he hasn't been the guy i feel like to will the team to victory like how other players have been able to. Add I don't know if he's going to do that in today's game, though. Yeah, like that's that's the that's uh, Jokic, the well. uh, but he needed Jamal. Like yeah, he he's twenty four, and I don't know if D'Lo is the yeah. guy. The, and the Timberwolves Tim- are still. It's like he, it's like he's not really having having an impact on that team. Obviously, he's doing a great job, and he's the main force of it. But Didn't it's not he miss like a good it's chunk of the season. Yes, he missed he missed some yes. Time. This is the yeah. only year he missed some time this year. The other than that, he's been pretty durable. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna say it, and we got to move on from Cat. If the T-Wolves do not have another good year, he signed that Supermax, I think, a couple of years ago. Don't be surprised if he'll ask to one out, I think, after yeah. this year if they don't do well. So, yeah. 19 for you, Jaden. Oh, man, I don't know if this is high or low or I just outrageous, right, but I'm going Chris Paul at 19. All and right. I think that's a solid pick only because he, without him on that Thunder team, the Thunder are nothing. I think you're able to agree with that, Connor. Yeah, him on that Thunder team. I went to call it. It was a team. Maybe not nothing. Chris Paul was the alpha. He was he was the alpha and the leader of that team. Able to take a bunch of young guys and able to prove that hey, they're able to be a playoff team when no one expected them to be. His numbers aren't perfect, especially if you look how I've been doing my chart. They don't. He's not on top five of any of the the rankings I have. But without him on that team. The, the, that's why I sort of look at too how much effect do you have on your team and the, the Thunder wouldn't be anywhere close to where they should be and I, you could say that about a bunch of other teams he's been on in the past with the Rockets and the, the Clippers and all stuff. You know, without him he, it's a completely different story so uh, yeah I have him at 19 yeah I have him coming up but not just yet at 19 I have Jason Tatum which if Whoa. you watch any game with him you'll be reminded that's at least a little low. 21 times that's a little low that's a little low. That's a little low. Oh, so sorry that Jamal Murray is at thirty. That's a little low. But uh, you know, Tatum has a little more. Tatum's still day two. We're still calling him week two. Like I at least uh, he's week he's two in my two. list. Okay, yeah, Connor, two. hold on. He's nineteen for you, but 19. I feel like he's the kind of guy that could 
make your biggest jump in the list by next year. 100. Well, yeah, I like this group kind of where I have my my 20 through 18. I feel like those guys could skyrocket to like probably 11 through 13. And I, even though I said skyrocket and only mentioned like a five to 10 spot jump is like that top 10 is like clearly no one's touching that unless they really become play like really at an MVP level that entire season. But no, back mm-hmm. to Tatum. We've, we've seen his inefficiency kind of lose the Celtics games. And I'm not going to harp on that because more often than not, he's the one winning them for them. He's their lead guy. Even with Kemba, he's the one, even he's their go-to getter. And I think there was a game against the heat where he would, he wasn't doing anything in the first half, zero points or something. Then next thing you know, he's their leading scorer probably by the end of the third. <laughs> So that just shows you how quick he is and he's still developing. So I'm not really putting too much stock into the potential and what I think he can grow into because he had a good season after I think a down one in in his second year in the league, but yeah, Tatum right in front of Murray. And then I have a guy 18 who kind of completes that trio of guys who have potential, but I just want to see a little bit more about him that before I throw him too far up there. Yeah, really a prolific score, kind of his whole, even his high school career at Duke. Uh, 18 now for me, Ben Simmons. And I get he's been hurt. I really like him. Uh, as much as we hate on the Sixers, a lot of people, you have, how many guys do you see 6'9 at the point guard position? I understand his shooting deficiencies. And they might continue throughout his career, and that's going to suck. How many guys do you see facilitate like him at his size, drive to the rim, and be an all-defensive player that can lock up one through five. You don't get that much. And the reason why Philly was so good at home, the reason why Philly with Ben Simmons was arguably a top-five team in the East, they didn't shoot well. Josh Richardson's not that great of a shooter. And Bede's inside game. So it was Ben Simmons' playmaking ability. He's one of the best players in the game in transition. I'm telling you, if this guy learns to shoot, he's a top 10 player in the league if he gets a decent three-point shot. But he's, We've been saying that saying since his LSU days. Yeah, we've exactly. been saying that for a long time. Exactly. I'm not I think the ship has sailed. I don't like talking about the Sixers. But I know. None of us do. None of us do. But one team that we yeah. do like talking about is the Suns. And I got Devin Booker at <laughs> number 18. It's a little low for me. A little low. I think that's a a prime spot for him because once again, in the same book as, as Chris Paul, without him, that team is almost nothing. Obviously once again, a great team effort, eight and zero in the bubble didn't make the playoffs, but there's not one person on this planet, unless you were a team that was, uh, what was it? The Grizzlies that were trying to fight for a playoff spot. I forget, I forget who it was trying to get the eight. It was um, the Blazers trying to get that eight spot in the, in the playoffs. There's no, there's no other person in the world that's rooting against that son's team in the bubble because they were just that prolific and he was really the face of that he really was the face of that you know the average 26 points per game six assists per game able to shoot the ball uh, at an efficient rate you know even from the three point you're 35 percent guy was a superstar and he has you know we talk about flashes about some players i think he has the biggest flash when he does flash is his bulb is the brightest so when it does flash but we don't see it flash too often we saw a flash in the bubble but we don't see a flash as much as we would like we would like to see a constant glow from devin booker in the future i mean that would be nice uh when i talk about him later i'll make my argument but connor uh 18 uh yeah devin booker at 18 
And if the nice. Suns don't go eight, no, he's probably like about twenty to twenty-five. Is this the first time like one of us has had like? I think so. No, Connor, I think so. Connor, no, 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 Connor. We've agreed. I, I, we had no. no I, thought... I think I've come before you. I've <laughs> yeah, said it right I think before. It's like you. we've been one off a couple times last week. I think this might be the first time where one of us has like an actual yeah. like exact. As we get further here. down the list, we're gonna get a lot more. I assume. Yeah. So. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But no, Booker. If he doesn't go eight no with the Suns, he's probably around that 21-22 bubble. But no, I had him. I put him over Murray, Tatum, uh, Mitchell, and Clay just because, like, he really led that team. And it's like you saw them really embrace team play as, like, uh, rallied around the new head coach. But no, Booker, I th- have a lot more optimism for the Suns going into next season. And the reason is because Devin Booker played like an absolute stud yeah. in the bubble. And even though we only saw him for eight games, that, that was enough to elevate his stock for me to mention him now instead of just uh, between 30 his, and 21. His light is very bright when it when it's on. But, but when it's not on, then the team isn't really doing much for the Suns. When but is when it not on? Throughout most of the regular season, it wasn't really on. But when he, re- when he reached that bubble, yeah, it couldn't shine him brighter. When he re- dropped the – how many points did he drop once? Eight, was it 81 or 88, something like that? 70. That, yeah, 70. 70. 70. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking still. of the wrong person. Slow but, down here. Bro, <laughs> you're still a high number. But that, that light is bright. But it yeah. needs to be on It needs to be on a little bit more. But again, we about- credit. We got about 12 minutes left, so we got to oh, move oh, pretty geez. quick. Seven. <laughs> Spent too much time, time on Simmons. Time limits, baby. All right, 16. Uh, no, 17, no, 17. Sorry. 17. I'm not going to talk about him because, Connie, you're just going to get pissed. Paul George, still a 3 and D guy. Not necessarily a 3 and D guy. He's an all-around guy. He can shoot the three. He can drive to the rim. He's still a good defender. Bad playoffs. I get it. But two years ago with OKC, this guy was third in the MVP voting. I think he's going to have a really good season next year. He's still on a very talented team. He's tough to guard. He's very silky smooth. We're moving on. I'm Dude, not well, going to get into this Dane, I have a question. Is Isaiah oh. Thomas on your list? Because you keep mentioning guys who were in third place in MVP voting years listen, ago. Even though guess what? Guess what? Guess okay, listen, listen. In 2019, he was. So, okay, what about yeah? I mean, we're just referencing. I, what are we talking about? We want to talk about Howard too. We want to talk about. I, Rose? Is he on your okay, list? Okay, is he coming up? Slow, slow down. We're talking about Isaiah Thomas. What in 2016? Derrick Rose in 2011? No, it's not like Paul George. He was out for some of the season, but it's not like Paul George. Even Noah mentioned it. Paul George was one of those guys that maybe was going through some mental things in the bubble, and I get excuses, excuses, of course. But when Paul George, he still had moments on the floor where it's not like all of a sudden. D Rose, when he got hurt, like you knew, like it, it was the downfall. Yeah. Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, when he got hurt, you knew it was the downfall. Dwight Howard, the game just started to go away from his game. Three point shooting. He was more of a post up guy. Game isn't going going away I from wasn't Paul really George. Comparing them. I was just like, you keep mentioning like two years ago. Like we're talking about last year going point. into this year. Take away that point. PG is still, PG is still. A top what, 20 player. No one's denying his talent. He just can't play at a top, or he didn't play at a top 30 rate last year. So what, what I no, did. Not last year, but I still think he has that in him. But we're running out of time. What I did when we talked about Paul George, I put him at 27. And I put him, I think, at the bottom of his range because of uh, recent events. And, uh, you know, I felt like maybe I could have done the same with this guy, who is my 17. But I think I put him at the top of his range. And it's Pascal Siakam. I put him at the top of what Not I think he could the Raptors, be. Dog. I could I put him at 17 because that's the way I think he could be. He could be a top 20 player in this league. And Another I, guy that, that had definitely, a bad playoff. Exactly. But the difference was is that Pascal Siakam is younger in this league and has a lot more room for potential. Meanwhile, Paul George is on the back end of his prime. 
That's why I put him more towards the bottom. Pascal Siakam, 22 points per game, and rebound the ball pretty well with uh, seven rebounds per game as well. Obviously, you'd like to see more from him in the playoffs, you know, making some mid-range shots that you should do at the NBA level. But uh, this is the top of his range, and uh, it could be higher if, if uh, you know, if the Tampa uh, – not Tampa. Well, if, if, uh, the, if that's literally opposite with the Toronto, it could uh, play a more inefficient rate. Yeah. 17. Next at 17, I have CP3. I think he was like kind of getting some yeah. MVP votes late in the season, but we've already talked about him, how he was just like that leader. And though we had like a disappointing kind of fizzle out with that OKC team at the, or at their elimination of the bubble, he was hands down their best player. And the yeah. main reason why they were able to defy the odds and become the five seed or whatever, four or five seed in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. 18 or 17. Other way. 16. One for three. You're off today. Sixteen. Where, where, where am I going? Oh, 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 Mitchell. It's Scott Mitchell. There we go. You got the reference. Yeah, I got All it. Right. it. Might be a little low. I think he's around this range for you guys too. Another one of those. Listen, his athleticism is through the roof. The way he. A lot of people forget in that first round series, even though the Jazz oh, choked, Donovan Mitchell. What he'd have like three fifty point games in that series. Oh, yeah. Like the Jazz, a lot of people forget Mike Conley was a shot away from beating the Nuggets. Like the Jazz without Bogdanovich, Mitchell, and I get they lost. They were up 3 1. Like they're with Gobert. They, Gobert outplayed Jokic early in that series. He did. So, surprisingly. Yes. And Mitchell, Mitchell was that key factor. And earlier in the playoffs, like we hadn't seen Donovan Mitchell be Donovan Mitchell in his first couple of years. He wasn't that guy. And a lot of people had some questions whether he could shoot the three. Not only is his three-point game developing, you'd see him late game in isolation. It was Murray, then it was Mitchell. It was Murray, then it was Mitchell. No one could guard them. Like the step backs. And then when he gets in the lane, you see how explosive he is. But once and again, quick on yeah. defense. once again, I talked about him last week. I had him at 24. The volatility is still there. If I would love to see these, these guys are the point guards of the league in the future. These are, guys are, but just not yet. Just not yet. Give, give him more time. Just not yet. Got, I who do you I have at more this consistent. spot? 16, yeah, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Okay. I mean, we already talked about him. Average 30 points per game. There's no reason why he shouldn't be lower than this, I think. This guy was such mm-hmm. an efficient sh- scorer that uh, he was a monster, you know, and, and not a guy that was going inside and dude, he was shooting that ball very, very well. So, uh, yeah, Bradley Beal at 16. Jaden, I'm going to increase this player's uh, top of the range by one spot that you okay. just mentioned, Pascal Fine. Siakam. I think, like, he left a really bad taste in everyone's he mouth. He was on your stink list. That's he was, but I'm still good. Hey, Dane, you know what? Do you know the difference between Siakam and George? Siakam actually played good, at minimum, good basketball <laughs> in the regular season. And he wasn't sitting half yeah. the season either. He was actually playing and leading that Raptors I'll team, bet so. that Paul George gets more MVP yeah. votes. Than, actually, no, I'm not going to say that. But, but the thing is, too, yeah, is, is, is Siakam has more time. George, yeah. Paul George is on the back end of his prime. We're just starting to talk about Siakam. So that's what he's saying. His potential is Paul. Mm. Back end. He's on the back. Now I'll say it's over. But it's the back end. I think Siakam's still on the uprise. And I think, yeah. like, we're going to see more Siakam next season because we're probably not going to see that Raptors team bring back Ibaka and or Van Vliet. So that's just going to be more ball time. Or One of more, the two. Yeah. It's going to be more uh, Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry type of ball. And I think he's going to step into that role and he's going to lead the Raptors. They're still going to be a top four team in the East. All right. I, <clears throat> I Who know. do you have? Especially if they lost Van Vliet. I don't know about that, but we'll see. <laughs> I'm not going to doubt Nick Nurse. 15, JoJo, Joel Embiid, best, arguably, when he's healthy. And I, we're, I get worried with health. No one can guard that man in the post. 
I'm sorry. I don't care who you well. And I get like Draymond Green said it. Anytime he shoots a three, he's bailing the other team out. And that's something as a big man you kind of got to do. What I will say about that is that I don't know. I know it's a stretch. I know it's a stretch. But when players are playing the absolute hardest, fourth quarter of that All-Star game, they gave that ball to him. I know it's an All-Star game, but it was the fourth quarter of the All-Star game where I think it was the hardest basketball I've ever seen. Like at an NBA was That was pretty lit. He gets clamped. He looked like a child amongst men. You know okay, I mean? no, 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 no. Okay, he looked like a child. Maybe late, but I, if I remember correctly, there was a move late where he did like a fake spin, then turned around on somebody and hit a shot with like two minutes left. That was nasty. But they beat him up so pretty like, bad in that fourth quarter. And I think it was Davis that that did. And, it uh, yeah, no, listen, maybe he's the one guy, but yeah. like that game was like that they was were electric. Calling they need to much. do so in a regular much. season game, in a regular season game, yeah, they're maybe calling, they call it. Maybe they, they call, call it. no, they yeah. call all right, like All eight right. different. I get fouls. you. I get what you're saying. I had I had him ten points lower than you. Ten, ten, uh, ten. I can't believe we're using the All Star game as a reference. I, I know, I know, and I, that's why I, that's why I preface it saying it was All Star game, but it was the fourth quarter of the most highly contested and uh, physical play of an All Star game I've ever seen. That that was probably the best All Star game in any sport that I've seen uh, of that. 15 Trey Young I have he's a, I think he's a great scorer and surprisingly he's a great great passer average 9.3 assists per game but but his defense is an issue but I think what makes up for it is that he's such a prolific scorer he's such a prolific passer that I give him a lot of credit and uh, I think out of all these point guards obviously that are the young guys he has the brightest future he doesn't win Besides, besides, oh, um, that's too early to throw on him. Yeah. That's and, too early to throw on him. But Donovan, Donovan and Jim, I, I say the Donovan same thing. But then, but then again, then again, you said about Carl Anthony Towns doesn't win. Okay, here's my thing though. What I was saying, the I didn't expect the Hawks to make the playoffs. I expected them to get maybe 15 more wins than they, they also did. lost John Collins for like a good. Chunk I don't of even care. Suspension. Like, give give, give, some, give this guy. Who was the second uh, best player on that yeah, team that whenever John Collins was out? Who was the second best player on that team when John Collins was out? Probably Kevin Herter, DeAndre. Yeah. Okay. I get what you mean, but I if I want to see the Hawks do well this year, I want I want to see a big improvement because so they have all the pieces. Everybody does. They they they're great, and Atlanta's booming right now. So I feel like a lot of people want to see the, the, the sports town of hey, Atlanta listen, to do well. But no, Atlanta's <laughs> hey, hopefully they don't choke two leads. I mean, Atlanta Hawks are red, but the state's going blue. If you know what I mean? <laughs> We're filming Connor. this before we know, so <laughs> hey, you never know, uh, Connor. <laughs> 15. If you just jinx the election, I'm oh, quitting the show. But Go ahead. 15, I have, and this is the last of this kind of tier. So after this, I think I have like potential franchise cornerstones. The guys that have proven it at least a little bit more. But 15, I have Brad Beal. I just think like this guy is an elite scoring guard and he was the biggest all star snub, even though I just kind of criticize you both for mentioning mm-hmm. the all-star game as being a bad uh use of evidence but no this guy he's dropping 30 every night if he wants to or not and it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back with a new look john wall just because we're probably not going to see the one pre achilles injury i think that was the uh what was keeping him out over these last two years but no he's the leader in that wizards team like yeah they got an invite to the bubble they didn't really get a legit uh welcome in but he's still a top 15 top 20 player i I think Mm -hmm. being selected to an all-star game is definitely something to argue for i think that's a good thing but how you play doesn't really matter unless it's that fourth quarter when everybody's playing (laughs) like and let and everybody's playing at their best possible ability that's all i guess 
Mm-hmm. All right. 14, Jason Tatum. Uh, one of the best. Op- Listen, you know I'm high on the Celtics, and I'm high yeah, on Jason true. Tatum. Not too like, high for me, though. Jason Tatum, and I feel like he would be higher if he didn't have a Jalen Brown in his team. That's no like disrespect to Jalen Brown. He just doesn't get as many touches. This guy, I feel like he's going to be good in isolation. He's lengthy. He plays on D. And not only in isolation, he moves without the ball. He can shoot the three. He does literally everything. He runs to like – He's one of those wings in the NBA that fits that prototype that is that prototypical piece and is only getting better. He's like 22. Like, don't like, I'd be very shocked if the Celtics do not win a championship within the next four or five years. They need something else. I think Tatum's going to get better, but I have him at 14. I think he's, I think Jason Tatum, give him a year. I, I bold prediction next year or in two years, Jason Tatum is a bona fide top 10. And it's not close. Call him, call him an MVP. Call him an MVP. I'm not gonna because Luca could win that for the next three years. <laughs> True. But that's who I have at 14. Jaden. All right. The moment we've all been waiting for from me. Ooh. Number 14. Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. Here we go. And we go. I don't think that's too That's not bad. High. That's a nice that's ranking. Low. That's a nice ranking. I think I could have put him at 13 if I was feeling a little different. But one thing I will say is that I've never denied his physical talent. One of the greatest ball handlers in the league at the moment maybe people argue he's greatest ever right up there with Allen Iverson uh and he's able to get to the basket and score uh he's able to grab a lot of rebounds as well he can shoot it he can do everything I never denied his talent I will never never ever 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 deny his talent what I will deny is how he's able to lead a team and from the point guard position arguably that's one of the most important spots to do it much like a quarterback is in the NFL I know it's a little bit different obviously but he is the one that's controlling the ball going down the court right and he's the one making the passes obviously with him and Kevin Durant you can expect a lot of great things to come from that team possibly but if things go sour I think you know exactly where it's coming from because it's been proven in the past he wanted to get out, uh, out away from the Cavs a long time ago he was able to do that he went to the Celtics and that Celtics team uh, obviously now a lot better with a different point guard now taking the reins in Kemba Walker uh, listen I, Kyrie Irving I've been hating on him for a long time this guy can be a lot higher on the list List, but he just needs to prove for me to me from a leadership standpoint that the, that he's able to lead a team. I really hope he hope he I really hope he does from my heart. Or, my heart. But I never deny his talent. Never deny his talent. Bring the greatest ball handlers in the league. No question. 14. No question about that. Fourteen for you, Connor. I've got Cat here, and I think that's that's wow. a little high, but high. it's still. I just think you can still build. He's still a cornerstone, and the reason I have him above guys like. Or not Kemba, but Tatum and Beal is like, I think even though Tatum is closer to probably to, I think Tatum can reach and maybe overpass Cat like this next season. I'm still going to put Cat a little higher just because I think he is probably a top three center at minimum. And I think there's times where he is better than Embiid. And it's just everyone knows how good he is offensively and on the glass too, but... He uh, and Anyone there's no denying his fight? defensive inefficiencies. So that's like, he can't really rim protect, but as long as he... I think him and D'Lo and whether it's Anthony Edwards or yeah. uh, even Jarrett Culver, I'm not giving up on him yet. So I think that's a good team. That's a good young team, and they'll have plenty of potential in the next couple of years. Yeah. Remember that fight between Cat and MB? That was good. Oh, we need more of that fight. in the NBA. Let's fight each other. Doing, doing. We do. 13. Uh, guys put him too low. Devin Booker. I mean, this is a cold stone killer. What are the, I think he's the youngest player to put up like 70 points or whatever. Yeah, and he did that good. in like year two. And he like, he's great. 
Like he's okay, great, yeah, but you, he, does, he only doesn't do it all the time. Where are we getting sometimes here? All right, let's sometimes, go. Let's... He needs it. He needs it in all. Oh, he. I need. I like. I said, when his light is on, it's bright. You know, bright. Let's go. Let's but go. Let's when it lights go. off, let's go with the numbers. When his okay. lights off, I don't really see it as much. You know, let's, oh, let's... Like I said earlier, he's averaging twenty six point six points per game, and that's great. But that did not result into winning in the regular season. Obviously, it resulted in the bubble. At that point, it resulted then when he really when his light was on. But it didn't result for everybody. So, but he, this that, guy wins I'm more saying, than the other. What I'm saying is that I, winning is one thing, but I, what I need to see from him is that it's a constant glow, constant glow. I, I, he has the potential. You put him at the top of his range. You did. I put him. I did. I put him 18. I think he's very volatile. He, I put him. I put him right there. He just listen. He, other than the young players, he wins a little bit more. And who else on that team? He had Ricky Rubio this year. I know. Yeah, he's, got, he's got that DeAndre great. Ayton. Yeah. But that's a young core, and he's yeah. doing better ton with of his potential. young core ton of potential. than some other teams. Top so that's why I had him there. All right, ton of potential. 13. Russell Westbrook, number 13. No, no. I think that's he belongs right there. I think that's a pretty safe place to put him, given his talent. That's you know, safe? 27 points per game, seven rebounds per game, seven assists per game. Forty-seven percent yeah, w- from the field. Only thing struggling is three-point ball, but he's never been known for being able to shoot from the three. Him and Harden together, not a lot of people expected him them to play well together. And look what they did. They led that but, team to a good playoff run. Able to what, so they hopped over the thunder, right? So oh. I, I give Westbrook a ton of credit. And because we could have seen him the fall and crash and burn. He did not. His numbers stayed consistent. I will much were his numbers inflated by Mike D'Antoni is my question. But that off, obviously the offense helps. And when you have D'Antoni there, you know, that obviously that helps. But if you're able to win a playoff series and push Connor. through. You know, I, I will say the reason why I had him, I had him at 24. You put him low because you didn't want your bias to show. But where well, would no, you here's want the to thing. put him? I know I mentioned Siakam like left everyone with a bad taste in their mouth. And then I had him at like 16. Yeah. The reason I have Russ at 24 is because I'm scared we're not going to be able to see like pre-bubble Russ because he had some injuries. Like he had okay. a so he had a leg injury. He had COVID. Like I'm worried that he might start to be breaking down soon. So I put awesome. him at the bottom. I put him at the bare bottom yeah. of his range. And, and I could have flip flopped him with Kyrie. I could have flip flopped him with whoever is uh, above him. Or I could even flip flop him with with Trey Young. I think I'm in a very close. Uh, grouping in my because if he here. doesn't get injured he doesn't have covid and he doesn't yeah. uh just really yeah. kind of like I, I i'm putting him up there mostly out. because of the testament to what not a lot of people expected him yeah. to be able to play as well as he did with Harden. pre-bubble yeah. i agree with the ranking it's just yeah. there were a couple okay. question marks there's too many question marks for me to put him too high in his range right now i'm, I'm willing but... to take that i'm willing to take that because yeah, the, so the future it, is unknown with at 13 i have another point guard i have Kyrie. i there's no denying his talent Fair. with that with uh if he's able to win a championship he's a 10 he's a top 10 player and 13 is kind of holding him back not because of his talent so i could have put Kyrie right right in the same spot you're saying listen 12 Kyrie again greatest ball handler Connor you just said it Jaden you've already talked about him let's keep moving Jaden 12 12 now I have Jason Tatum I think this is sort of where he belongs on this list right he's not top 10 because there's definitely 10 guys I could say that are, are a little bit better than him but without a shadow of a doubt with him comes winning and that's how i see it so this celtics team is very very strong and they have a bright 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 future and he's and if you want to talk about the three ball he's able to shoot it very well 40 percent from the field and uh you know his his points per games numbers aren't really up there but it there's a lot of other guys in that celtics team that can score as well so uh and when and especially in a playoff form 
it, he he was scoring at such an efficient rate that you really can't put it uh, past him. I put him at number 12. Uh, I'm very happy with that. I want to add something about Tatum and the Celtics. And I know I said Tatum's probably still going to grow. I just have a slight worry in me that that team is very close to their ceiling. And I know they made it to the uh, Eastern I think Conference they able to no, push through. If no, they, they, because Tatum and Jalen are going to get better. Yeah. I still no, I think that because Tatum's still 22 is just, I'm worried that they might be closer to their ceiling than we think. And I'm saying that even though I think Robert Williams is going to be a better starting center. Defensively, I agree Tice, with you. And even I think though, yeah. they're going to be moving on from Hayward within the next two years. And I think Hayward, that's going to listen. I don't care about Hayward. I think they get, well, no, I think Hayward, I think Hayward hurts else. the team. I think Hayward hurts the team financially. Okay. He, does. The he does financially, more, Dan- financially more than, than in play. I think but, Danny what, 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 will help. Hold on. D- the thing I'm going to say defensively, I think they may reach their ceiling offensively, not Jaden go. What I will say is that the, the bucks, I still, in my opinion, are the favorite to win the East. The heat were overachievers. And, but the Celtics definitely have, by my opinion, the the one the, the second best chance to win these. Bucks and four. Bucks and four, yeah. Bucks and four. Right. Yeah. Never forget. Well, at twelve, I have Embiid, and way me, too high. You're way I'm too sorry. low on him. I know, but that. Uh, all right. I have Connor Embiid. and I. We're pretty similar today. He's the best. Awesome with Connor. He's the best big man center in the league, and health really wasn't an issue last season. I mean, yeah, he was able to stay on the court in the bubble. Like he was there. He was their lone superstar left playing against the Celtics, and he kept them in it pretty much. But, no, I just think that uh, – and, Dane, you mentioned that quote that Draymond Green had. Anytime he steps outside and, and shoots it from anywhere, he's bailing the defense out. That's just because how dominant he is. And I think if you pair if, – if Simmons and him aren't on that team together, both of them are probably higher on my list. I'm going to say that because I think each of them are holding the other back just because they're not the best fits. But and if Simmons had more shooters, I feel like he'd be exactly. Like, so I mean, they're just kind of like not in a mean way saying this, but they're holding each other back just because they they don't blend well together. Like you can't have a six nine passer go with a dominant big man center who needs the ball in his hands. And I think if Embiid had a point guard or more shooters, that he's not a terrible passer if he could kick out oh, to some is. guys his assist numbers. And how many times? Do you have to double Joel Embiid in the post? Like you can't. Like what guy's gonna go one? I'm not denying his great post. You can count on one hand the amount of players who can defend Joel Embiid in the league. True. Yep. And those players will meet him in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. That's a fair point. You know. I say less than like four. But uh, number eleven for me. This is I. This is a possibility. We all have the same top ten, but I don't think we're gonna. I think we have Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is my uh, number eleven. Um, just because he had such a phenomenal playoffs, he would have been lower, obviously, if he didn't push it to the finals. But gritty, hard nosed, he wanted to find leadership. This guy just goes after it. There was some criticism what he did in Minnesota, what he did in Chicago toward the tail end of his Bulls tenure. This guy is what it means to be a leader of a team. Mm-hmm. He's an assassin from the mid range, showing that you he can do it that way. And literally, effort wise, defensively, everything is there. Jimmy Butler, 11. We'll see Jimmy Butler next week for me. At number really? 11, I have Damian Lillard. Much, no. how, much how I had the Trailblazers at number 11. Mm. I think he is also the perfect – and I said the Trailblazers are the perfect number 11 team. I think Damian Lillard is the perfect number 11. I can't put him in the top 10 just because he can't get it done in the playoffs. Just in the regular season – Damian Lillard might be the best regular season basketball player I've ever seen. But no, he's I don't think he's the best uh 
Paul George must uh, have had to called? do something crazy. I don't think he's the best. 17 uh, in your rankings in the regular season. Uh, postseason and off. So I had Lillard, right. I, I, you know, he's third in scoring uh, in, in my ranking, second in assists. Uh, second, I mean, uh, not second assist. He's um top five in assist, top five in, in three point ball. He, he's able to do it all. He's able to do it all. But I can't put him uh, higher than than a couple of these guys. Any of these guys in the top ten list without Connor. at all. I've got Butler. I've got him and that final Dame top se- ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah go. I've got a uh, Dame top ten, and it's we're gonna see him early okay. next week, but. And yeah, I'm saying Butler early next week too. That's it. none of the points you said were wrong. It's just yeah. I think Dame's offensive ability is outweighs what Butler can really do defensively and for as a team in whole. Hey, so, if, if that Trailblazers team, obviously they had to go past the Lakers, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. But you know, if they you put that that team against a lot of other teams, they probably go a lot farther. Hold but, on. I just haven't been able to see, and I, I love my I love him. I think I've also, he's awesome. The Heat had more pieces, but what did Jimmy have? He had Bam, and as much as I crushed on Bam, mm-hmm. Bam does play defense. If you take a look at the Trailblazers, big guys, that no was abysmal. It yeah. was abysmal. Yeah. No so you can't blame Dave. I know you for can't that. blame him, but I love him. I love. I've bought his shoes before. I, I've you know he, he's on the cover of two K. He's on everything. You should wear him next but, time we play. I, I have him at 11, and he could definitely be higher than that, without a doubt. Right. But I have Connor and I have the same top 10. Well, same uh, range I, well, of players. I, I sort group. of do, too. It's just one guy. You different. have nine, nine of 10. Nine so out of the 10. 10. The 10 we have left, Jeez. and this is no particular order because I'm going to mix it up. Luca, Giannis, KD, LeBron, Kawhi, Anthony Davis, if I already said him, Dame, Jokic, Harden, and Steph Curry. So I think I mentioned everyone in there. So the, yeah. that is no particular order. I just mixed it up. Um, oh, you forgot yeah. uh, Caruso. My bad. Oh, shoot. Hey. <laughs> one, baby. He's a, he's you, didn't me- you didn't mention Lou Dort. Lou Dort as well? I, yeah, Lou Dort. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out John Bacari for reminding us. That was that was completely <laughs> our bad. But, you know, we're we're, we're on here. Blame on Dane. Yeah. Don't blame it on me. Yeah. I'm the one who, yeah, I'm the one who does the episodes, but like we literally didn't talk about it. Dedication right there. Hopefully we'll be back in. soon. Back in Listen, on campus. Keep listening in. Oh yeah, uh, man. I, I got to say uh, Sunday mornings, Sunday 9 a.m. <laughs> strolling in. We would be so ready to go. So much energy. We'd go to yeah. sleep at 7 p.m. I also feel there's a lot more structure when we're, Instant. <laughs> we had an hour. <laughs> very, tr- that, very good point. Very good point. We had an hour, and then like whenever we're doing these rankings, like Dane's spending ten minutes telling me about Paul George being the seventeenth best player, and I can't explain Jimmy Butler, who's eleven. I have to go through that in like twenty seconds. Hey, I'm sorry. Listen, it's the rules. Hey, if maybe want, just don't talk about Paul George as a top. Hey, if you want to become the WICB sports director and apply for it and ask John Vicar to lengthen the show, then we can do that. No, John's great at his job. We, sh- we should be I'm there pro for John. Love you, John. I'm pro John. Oh, I'm so pro John. Yeah, pro, pro John. John. I, did you know him before? <laughs> did you know him before college? I'm not sure. I did. How are we <laughs> doing this outro? I didn't know that. Again, make sure you follow us on social media. Episode 25. Tune in episode 26. More interviews. Jaden Becker, Connor Glenn, Dane Richardson. Peace out.